Hey everybody, it's Craig Syracuse. Welcome to another episode of Walk in Faith. I'm excited. It's early in the morning, but we're up early to sit down with Dr. Dan and Catherine to discuss Purposeful Lab. And I mentioned to you off camera, last night I was doing research and I, and I got hooked on the AI. And all of a sudden, just from watching a lot of the short videos, I found myself in a rabbit hole doing all of this research. So I want to thank you for that, Dr. Dan and Catherine, so much. Well, I'm glad you came back out of the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us, in case our audience is not familiar with Purposeful Lab, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. Well, Purposeful Lab is a podcast where it's myself, a journalist, teaming up with Dr. Dan Keebler, a scientist, where we're sitting down with these top experts and asking big questions about the universe and ultimately looking at the abundant order that is in the universe, from the cosmos to the human person to looking at the order of each and every one of us and the purpose that we each have. Yeah, one of the things that, that we do is we look at the science, we bring in biologists, chemists, physicists, um, and we talk about, you know, big topics, but, you know, science always raises bigger questions, so these meta questions, so we bring in theologians and philosophers as well to discuss, you know, what does it mean that the universe is structured this way? What does it mean that the humans are structured this way, the, that our brain works this way? How, how do we make sense of that in sort of a bigger picture? And that's where um, it, it's really a, a blessing to bring in philosophers, theologians, scientists from field. I'm a biologist, but mm -hmm. from other fields, I learn a lot when I bring these guests in. And it's, it's a really enjoyable to have um, uh, their expertise as part of this podcast. And, and Catherine, you're a, you are a, a Catholic journalist. So how does sort of your take and your interpretation, how does that work within the show from your background? Oh my goodness. I think, you know, when you're a journalist, you really are know that you're a non-expert. You're learning from the experts. And so I really feel like a perpetual student, especially in this case. Um, and I really see my role, again, non-scientist as, as we're speaking with these experts. And again, like Dan said, it ranges from scientists to theologians, to philosophers, really the best minds there are in their specific fields. But I see myself as, okay, I want to make sure that all of this, for those of us who are not experts in these fields, that we this is accessible to every single person. And so I think that's important to know. Um, if you don't come from a science background, you are welcome to come and join us and listen. And this is for you. If you don't come from a faith background, that's okay. Come in and listen. This is for you. It's really for everyone. But I know I, it's so humbling, Craig, to sit down with these great minds, Dan included. I'm constantly learning and in awe. And frankly, even when it just, when it comes to my faith, like when you realize, oh my goodness, the more you learn, the mm -hmm. real you realize more and more how big God is, you know, and just um, how how his brilliance, and that I can't even begin to fathom just all the complexities there are in the universe. It's amazing, I, and I agree because even just like looking at some of the videos, like whenever I read, if I if I watch documentaries about ETs or I watch about AI, it brings me and draws me closer to my faith. And certain people would think it does the opposite, but it does. It, it it brings me back into his word and just reading more about and thinking more about God and not putting him sort of in this box that he was able and, and there and he was able to create this massive universe. How does how does Dr. Dan, how does your experience and your background uh, as a biologist, you know, sort of work into the show as well? 
Yeah, that, that, that's a great uh, question. I, uh, you know, I'm a biologist. I'm also uh, an educator, so I've spent you know my career teaching you know undergraduates uh, and and some graduate students, you know, um, you know uh, biology, trying to make it accessible to them. But in my teaching career, we always run up to, you know, I teach about evolution, you know, I teach about, you know, uh, uh, just uh, the order, it, it, the, the structure of the universe. And so that always leads to these deeper, deeper questions, you know, um, and uh, that that spurred me to do, uh, you know, a lot of research and looking into the philosophy and the theology behind creation, you know, what is the Catholic teaching on creation, um, in terms of what does it mean that God's the creator of all of this, uh, you know, um, and, and, and so I start you start to see the interconnections between science and how that leads you to these ultimate questions, right? You can't answer them, but it leads you to them. Um, and uh, science should, if you're uh, approaching it, I think, in the proper way, lead you to humility at, at the wonder of creation. And I think a lot of even atheistic scientists, when they have this feeling of awe and wonder at the majesty of creation, whether they're looking um, at the largest level or they're looking at small cells, they're 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 gorgeous, uh, and they 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 um, uh, they 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 usually bring this this sensation of awe if you really approach appreciate what you're you're doing and i think that is uh, something that and i've experienced throughout my career and i want you know to people to see science is something that brings them like you said closer to god and that's that, that is you know the, the catholic understanding of the world that there's this unity of truth that everything that we study everything we look at if we look at it in the proper way um we are going to be brought closer to God. We're not going to be able to answer all these questions. So it's not like Catherine and I are having this show to answer everybody's questions about it, how science fits. And that's the beauty of it. There's all these interesting questions that you know, people have pondered for millennia and that we can still ponder um, and uh, discuss. And uh, what does the latest science uh, tell us that might help us shed more light on these ultimate questions, right? Um, but uh, a lot of them are are ones that, like I said, go beyond, uh, beyond the science. Interesting. I, I just had kind of a thought there as well. I mean, I feel like our culture, tell me if you think this is fair, Dan, but really idolizes science in a lot of ways and kind of says science is the end all be all. And it's, we have this healthy respect for science, but it's been humbling to see these top scientists even say, you know, here are some questions that physics can't answer. Here are some physics that, here are some questions, you know, that this field can't answer. And that's been really great to see as well. Yeah, that, that that's a, a great point, Catherine. We you know we have a neuroscientist that uh, we'll have on the show. He's going to talk about what can neuroscience tell us about the brain and the way the mind, the human brain works. But what can't it tell us? There's certain things about the human mind that it's not going to be able to explain, right? So recognizing the limits, what science can can help us explain, but there's there, there's there's a limit to to what it can explain, particularly about the human person or even physics. What what can physics explain about the structure of the universe? Like physics can explain, well, the universe is structured this way, but then that opens up this bigger question. Well, why do we live in a universe that's structured this way? Why is it? You know, we could have been find ourselves in any universe, um, but this is the specific, specific ordered universe we find ourselves in. And those are questions that, you know, the ancient philosophers, you know, pondered and and and, and wondered about. Um, and a lot of that has been lost on modern education and the modern mind. We don't even, you know, they were, you know uh, I think that wonder has been taken out of education <laughs> in a lot of places. Um, and so trying to bring it back here um, to, you know, I have a lot of students that come into my science classes. Just tell me the answer. I'm like, well, no, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 science is not just, I, I love that we don't know 
know the answer to a lot of these things. This is the interesting aspect of science and, and scientific discovery. Um, and, and so bringing that back is, is, is another, uh, another aspect of the podcast. No, it's interesting. Yesterday, I was telling my son about the interview who's still sleeping. And uh, <laughs> he started asking me questions. He's seven. He started asking me questions like you just said, like, you know, why does the earth rotate? Why are we, how do we, you know, explain gravity? All these questions. And I'm like, I got to have him call office hours because I know you guys have office <laughs> hours on the podcast because I always try to answer questions. He'll say, he'll ask me about heaven and hell and, you know, people passing and souls. And I'm like, how do you explain that to a seven-year-old where it actually, he can comprehend that? And my wife's like, you get too deep when you try to explain it. So I'm like, I'm going to have him reach out to you during office hours and maybe he can ask these questions. Because how do you, I mean, how do I explain to my son about gravity or about why the earth rotates and, and why, you know, why would, why are we even here? Like these, these, these questions that we all ponder and, and wonder, it's difficult to answer them to, or, you know, respond to a seven-year-old. So yeah, definitely. Show. Yes. I mean, everybody oh, sort of age appropriate of what you can respond to. But even you know, even if they're uh, you know an adult, uh, there there is a there's a limit you 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 come up with where uh, you know it, it it makes sense. You know, I think from a, a logical, reasonable, it's reasonable to assume because of the order in the universe and the and and the way it's structured that there's a there's a reason, there's an order behind it, there's a source of that order, the logos, right? That, that's an eminently reasonable position, and that that that's why we're here. But at, at the end of the day, you know, you're taking that you know on faith, but that's not because it's an unreasonable position. But the, the reason, faith and reason go together there, right? Um, and so trying to explain that to a seven-year-old, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have them call. What are some of the topics? I mean, I know I looked on social media and I looked on uh, YouTube and I was watching a lot of the short clips, but what are some of the topics that people can expect season one, season two, and so forth and so on? So we just wrapped up season one. So if you want to catch up, go to your favorite podcast platform, go to YouTube, go to modgiscenter.com and you can catch up on season one ahead of season two, which we're working very busily on right now. But season one, we really gave this, you know, overarching introduction to all the topics that we're really hoping to tackle and that we will cover throughout the course of Purposeful Lab. So again, starting with cosmology, we looked at biological evolution, we looked at physics, but again, we looked at philosophy as well, and even um, happiness, the topic of happiness and purpose, and how there is actually an order to our happiness and how we experience happiness the way that we do. And we did that with Father Spitzer of Maja Center. So a huge range, and, and Dan can probably speak to more of that as well, because again, part of our hope and goal there was starting big, starting with the galaxy, the biggest you can, and then honing down eventually down to the individual um, and ultimately how each and every single one of us are created with a, a unique and intentional order. Yeah, that's a great overview there, uh, Catherine. And a lot of the, the, the topics are things, you know, maybe a seven-year-old might ask, like, how, how do the planets and how does the, the galaxies and solar system form? That's one of the things that we talked about in season one. And then out of the order of evolution, how do organisms form? You know, and that, that's something that we talked about. And then how is the brain uh, structured? You know, that's something. And, and how does that play into our um, sense of right and wrong and how God has, has um, uh, produced 
human beings to be in relationship with with him right and so those are topics that we'll continue to look at here in season two so i've a um, neuroscientist on we'll have uh, another cosmologist on but then we'll also have a theologian to talk about you know what what are the limits of what we can know what are the limits of human knowledge you know we are finite creatures and that plays a role into you know both science and theology so the, these are the, the the type of questions that we're, we're going after i love that and one of the topics too, I was watching AI, which is oh, you know yeah. extremely popular. So I was showing him yesterday the Chat GPT, and we started writing letters to my puppy. And I started to show him like, and then it's interesting because I think you have a video that says about the five things that humans versus AI, right? It was on, I think it's one of yes. the videos you have. And I think the la there was one thing at the end that I think you said, not you personally, but it was one thing that I guess AI cannot reproduce, um, and it was self awareness. I don't know if you if you recall that video that was on your site. I found that to be extremely interesting, especially when you look at AI and ChatGPT and and how it's formulated. We use it when we do graphics and create. We just created a graphic the other day, and we took different you know products and different sort of perspectives, and we created this 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 product from using AI. Um, but that's something that especially kids, seven year olds, eight year olds should be introduced to at some point, because we know that that is the future. How do you feel about AI, especially when it comes, say, within, you know, our faith? Yeah, I think AI, you know, is a, it can be a great tool, just, uh, it, but it is a tool, right? And so any tool um, can, you know, it changes the way we see the world, but it's someone that can be used properly or can be used improperly. Um, but I think one of the things, you know, you hit on that, 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 that we mentioned that AI just can't become self-aware. And this goes to the nature of what we are as human beings. And that was someone we've had on the podcast talk about the fact that based on the physics, physics cannot explain why you're conscious, why you are self-aware, Craig, of what's going on around you right now. And it doesn't flow out of the physics. It's one of the great mysteries of science. So, so why are we self-aware and why are we kind of, and from a Catholic perspective, we say that because we are a unity of body and soul and that, 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 that it goes beyond the material being and ai is nothing but a material <laughs> being it's nothing but an algorithm so an algorithm could solve a lot of problems but it's never going to be aware that it's solving the problems and decide you know what today i'm going to solve a different problem i just feel like you know i, I know you want me <laughs> to do graphics for you but today i'm i'm, I'm gonna make uh make cookies you know so so <laughs> AI, it, it it doesn't you know have that you know that freedom that self-awareness and that creativity that, that that we have even those ai programs that can make uh Picasso paintings, the, the paintings, are, it, it's not great. You're telling it exactly what to do and it has some parameters and it does it. It's not suddenly going to come up with a new form of art that uh, that it's expressing meaning. Like right? we do art, we're expressing meaning to uh, other people because we're self-aware and we want to have relationships and AI just doesn't have that. And I, I just don't think it ever can just because of what it is. Catherine, what are some of your uh, favorite topics so far, would you say? You know, one that sticks out to me from season one was episode five, I believe, um, speaking with Dr. Cutterback, who's a philosophy professor at Christendom. And we talked about how um, what we can learn about ourselves from nature. And ultimately, the takeaway that I got from that conversation was order is good discipline is good. And actually we as humans really thrive in that when we have a rhythm and intentionality to our life. And so that was even just very practical for me. Um, speaking of AI, I'm just kind of thinking of what a great tool to use in some ways, but I think, uh, in our fast changing, um, 
technology that is happening right now. We're seeing different jobs get replaced by mm-hmm. technology. We're seeing, I think, people grapple in a new way with what is my purpose? What is it I I can bring, you know, to what can I contribute? And I think in a new way, we're seeing people really grapple with this, this sense of what is my purpose? We're mm-hmm. really in a crisis of purpose. So I think even speaking with um, Dr. Cutteback and then speaking with Father Spitzer as well about levels of purpose and happiness. And again, that order rhythm is good. I really hope And I know I did. I really hope viewers and listeners will take away some key lessons that they can integrate into their life to better thrive. Once we learn kind of more about the design that we all have um, and really thrive and and embrace the purpose that we all have. You touched on two really important things. And 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 I've been saying this from the pandemic. I think the pandemic was sort of like this reset where people took a step back and, and really reflected on what is my purpose? What is my true calling? And you see a lot of people during and after the pandemic where they completely changed their, whether whatever they were seeking, their jobs, their education, they really pulled back and they really, you know, focused on what God was calling them to do. And I hope that continues, you know, way beyond um, the pandemic. But very interesting point. One thing that comes up all the time, you know, whether you want to say aliens or ETs, which I, I think is also a topic. And, you know, you're probably familiar with the web telescope, right? So now we know that's going, what is it, a million miles away. Now there's probability, or is there a probability that we will find out that there is potential life in another galaxy? How does that affect the truth, right? Our belief system, you know, Christianity, you know, what we've learned growing up in the Bible, how does that, I mean, it's very challenging to ask, but I'm assuming you've thought of that question before, Dr. Dan. So how would you answer that or if somebody had that question? Yeah, no, it, I mean, there's two questions there that I would focus on. One is what is the likelihood, you know, that there's uh, intelligent life elsewhere? Um, and at this point, we just don't know. We don't have a good understanding of that, of uh, how likely it is, because we don't understand exactly how we got into, you know, we have broad strokes of how intelligent life came on this planet, but but we don't really understand. So um, I'm kind of agnostic on whether there is, is there intelligent life on other planets? I'm kind of agnostic. We've had guests who really think there would be, and we have others that think, no, there wouldn't. But then, as you point out, then there's the the corresponding theological philosophical question, you know, um, and, uh, you know, C.S. Lewis examines this in his space trilogy, you know, and I think he was open to this idea of intelligent uh, or rational life on other planets. I think Aquinas was uh, actually mentioned something like this and is open to that because it doesn't necessarily mean that our relationship with God is in any way diminished, right? I think it may mean that God is greater than we actually <laughs> have assumed. It doesn't change the fact that that we're fallen and we rely on Christ's sacrifice for our redemption. That that's not going to change. We find extraterrestrial life on another planet. So um, I'm certainly open to that idea. And theologians, um, good Catholic theologians, uh, have speculated on what that might mean. So I think it's a it's one of those you know things that it's an interesting question. It's a fun one to talk about with a seven even a seven year old, right? As we say, yes. <laughs> and speculate, what would that mean? You know, and it opens up a, their thinking, and they start to think about theological and philosophical questions and scientific ones all so i think it's it's a fun question to 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 wrestle with because it, it, it focuses on what does it really mean uh, the to be human you know interesting so tell us now the, so you have the, the plan is five seasons is that correct five seasons and if, how many episodes are in each season and and when are you going to start rolling out say the second third fourth season 
Yeah. So there are currently six episodes per season. We just wrapped up season one. So again, really encourage people to go check it out. And then season two will launch in late September is the plan. So the best thing to do is make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. That way you'll be alerted and it'll be just right there on your phone once we release. But yeah, I really appreciate it. And like I said, I'm going to have my son reach out to you through office hours. Um, I, I found myself just really diving into the content and to see how many people have been watching the show and those, those shorter clips, you know, very impressive, very impressive. Thanks so much for having us on and for mentioning office hours. Yeah, we are encouraging people send in questions that you have, if, especially if these episodes, you know, bring questions to mind, go to majacenter.com. You'll find everything about the podcast there in a way to, to send us questions into the episode. But another thing I just love is that our faith encourages us to ask big questions, right? We, we don't have to be afraid to ask these big questions. And again, we, we welcome all of it. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly right. And and not only sending questions, but if you have ideas for future, you know, hey, this is something I really would love you guys to talk about. We can find a good guest that that would be an expert in that field, and we can dive into that topic. And and we're we're more than open to that, so people can go and 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 uh, not only send questions in, but those uh, suggestions as well. So, and you said the, one of the most important things too is that sometimes in our faith we we feel uncomfortable asking these important questions. And therefore, we just sort of go through life wondering. And a show like this gives us that ability to feel comfortable enough to ask those really important questions that we struggle with. You know, we I mean, we all struggle in some area and picking up the Bible. Yes, it answers the questions. But to hear it from a doctor and, and a journalist, a Catholic journalist, it really impacts and inspires us in a different way. So I really commend you and thank you for that. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Ray. Yeah. It, it is. And it, it's, I think these, these questions are ones that, um, you know, people often think, well, if I start to ask these, I'm going to lose my faith. And I think it's the exact opposite. If you exact focus opposite. on these questions from the right perspective, it's just going to deepen your faith and make it stronger. Exactly. Well, I agree. Well, I, I, I advise people to log on, to watch the podcast, watch the AI one. You have a lot of really good videos, a lot of good guests, and I look forward to becoming a fan. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Craig. Thanks, Craig. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Walk in Faith. Always remember, you have the ability to inspire and evangelize through your words and actions. God bless you.